It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Morning Event Sports Podcast. Make sure you are subscribed on SoundCloud.com, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube. I got a loaded show for you all today. So without any further delay, let's get started. Alrighty, guys, the Atlanta Falcons just wrapped up their preseason week two game, which is the Miami Dolphins week one preseason game. And unfortunately, we did lose against the Miami Dolphins 27 to 34. And honestly, guys, I would say though that there was a bunch of positives. Like it was from, well, not really from the Hall of Fame game, like it is in to- today's game, which I'm actually recording this like just five minutes after the game just finished up. So I am like losing a lot of sleep over this, guys. So. Definitely make sure you're subscribing to the Morning Mentors podcast because I am staying up late for you. <laughs> so anyways, uh, later in the show today, I have the SummerSlam card coming up for you guys while I'm actually typing that up. I'm going to go ahead and discuss the Atlanta Falcons loss over the Miami Dolphins. So Matt Schaub, of course, started out and he looked amazing. I'm talking about, like, actually looked like Kurt Benkert, pretty much, from the pre- Well, I mean, excuse me, the Hall of Fame game. And Schaub was amazing. Uh, had 12 completions with 19 attempts with 172 yards. And then Matt Sims came in for the second half of the game and did 8 completions, 17 attempts with 86 yards. And both of them did not have a passing touchdown. But our running back situation definitely is what got it, pretty much. And that was uh, Quadri Allison with 8 carries, 41 yards, averaging a 5.1 with one touchdown. And then Brian Hill with 8 carries, 23 yards, 2.9 averaging, and one touchdown. And then Ito Smith uh, with 4 carries, 7 yards, averaging 1.8. With one touchdown. 
And then, of course, Matt Schaub rushed and only got a negative yard. So that's because, you know, he took the knee right there at the half. And again, guys, I was honestly just really happy overall with the performance of the Falcons this time around, both on offense and defense. So now if you uh, are going over like some takeaways, um, I wrote down like just a few right here. It ain't, it ain't a lot, but it's something that we could work on. So number one is working on the pass interference calls. I feel like that right there, guys, was one of the... The worst performances I have to that I have ever seen when it comes to a rookie class in a preseason matchup, getting so many pass interference calls, flags for false starts. I mean, you name it, it was there. And I feel like that's something that Dan Quinn and course Dirk Carter, but mostly it was. It was mostly defense that had the the calls put on them. So Dan Quinn can, of course, he can work with these guys saying, look, you know, you know, don't be so handsy with them. You know, let off a little bit. But then once you see that the opportunity is coming, then do so, you know. And I feel like, you know, Dan Quinn, with him being the mastermind that he is on defense, He's going to get it done, and they're going to do better, hopefully, next week against the New York Jets in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Uh, and then really the next one, guys, is red zone targets. We were just, oh my goodness. <sighs> yes, I know we scored 27 touchdowns. Not touchdowns, good God. <laughs> 27 points. And and that was due to the running back situation or just running game in general. And I did like that. But whenever it comes to passing, it seems like we just couldn't get no rhythm going for a passing touchdown for Matt Schaub. And, and of course, you know, Miami's defense stepped up and, you know, prevented all that. And then, of course, the Falcons then... Didn't help matters by putting in a flag on the play, like holding on the offensive line or whatever. So, again, good thing that these do not count anyways, because if they did count, we will be in some huge trouble right now uh, during the regular season if this were to happen. So, please, football gods, do not let that happen. Let us go undefeated with no flags this year, which I highly doubt the flag part. But, and I mean, I could say it's going undefeated if we really, you know, did so. <laughs> so we'll just have to wait and see on that. But, anyway, so really just pass interference, interference calls and red zone, red zone targets is mostly a big concern that I had during this game right here. Uh, Defense looked very well, picked up really two interceptions. One was a fumble recovery, and then one was, of course, a interception itself. Uh, The Falcons, I don't think, had a interception or a fumble. No, we actually had zero, so that was good. Um, And and I under and well, and another takeaway that I have is the going forward on fourth down. D 
within your own territory. I think it was like the 20, 25 yard line and they decided to go for it. No, no, no. It was actually closer. It was actually, I think the 10 yard line and then the Miami defense stepped up and took down Matt Sims at the five yard line. I was like, Oh my God. Yep. This is over. (laughs) So I see going forward on fourth down, but with Matt Sims, honestly, no. With Matt Schaub, I probably would have. Matt Ryan, I definitely know I would have. But Matt Schaub, probably so. But Matt Sims, with just three days back, with three days in Atlanta Falcons you know, training camp and all that, ugh, I would have never had done that. I just would have just punted it back. And just hope and pray that defense would have got me like an interception or something. Uh, but still, overall, guys, I give the Falcons' performance and effort a B minus. Um, we can definitely improve on a lot of things. Go headed into next week, facing off against the New York Jets in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So definitely, we get a little bit of home field advantage, and uh, hopefully, a lot of Falcon fans will show up. And uh, support this team, but definitely next week. Uh, my early prediction is I do see Matt Schaub pretty much just being the the starter for the entire uh, game, if not f- pretty much for like the first three quarters, and then the and of course the fourth quarter would be going towards Matt Sims. That's just my early predictions, but we'll have to wait and see. All right, so guys, now we are transitioning on over to SummerSlam 2019. I was pulling it up. You probably heard my keyboard uh, noise in the background. But the biggest party of the summer is set to take place in just a few short days as we're really just, you know, tomorrow from the time you're listening to this on Saturday instead of Friday. Uh, WWE SummerSlam event for the 2019 will go down this weekend in Toronto, which is tonight, uh, for NXT TakeOver. So I'm not going to be covering that. So, But we'll just go ahead and get straight into the match card. So number one, the Universal Championship, Brock Lesnar facing off against Seth Rollins. I'm kind of interested in this match right here, guys, because now Seth Rollins, it kind of looks like, you know, he is so depressed this championship has got him up late at night. You know, like, oh my God, I want to win it back so bad. It's driving me crazy. You know, just like that. I'm interested in the feud. And honestly, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing Seth Rollins win this again. Because Seth Rollins, you know, got traded unfairly. All he had to work with was Baron Corbin for a whole what, month and a half. As a universal champion. So honestly, if Seth were to win this tomorrow, I would be happy about this. Then, you know, we would get an opportunity to see him go off against someone else. But knowing Vince, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, he's going to keep it on Brock. So uh, the WWE Championship match, Kofi Kingston versus Randy Orton. I do see, however, Kofi winning this one. Randy has just been off of TV for a long time and then now just to magically reappearing for 
just this right here. I'm I'm not really too high on it. So definitely Kofi Kingston. But Randy Orton is putting out a great story for this. So it'd be interesting to see how the story is going to play out throughout the match. Is Randy going to say, you know, like this whole, you're stupid, you're stupid, you know, thing like that. You're nothing. Um, If it were for me that like a decade ago, you know, I could just see it. So definitely uh, Randy will probably just, like I said, put on a great show. But Kofi Kingston at the end of the day will retain the title. The Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch versus Natalia in a submission match. At first, whenever Natalia won that fatal four-way against Carmella, Naomi, and I forget the the fourth opponent. Ugh, that's going to drive me crazy. But anyway, so during that fatal four-way, I was honestly like, oh, oh my God, it's Natalia. She had an opportunity last year at SummerSlam, and then, but but she won the SmackDown Women's title last year. So it's making me wonder, oh my God, are we really going to put the Raw Women's title on her this year? I don't think so. I really don't think so. Yes, Natalia, you're not getting your hometown discount like a lot of other wrestlers have. Becky Lynch is going to retain this one right here. Becky Lynch still needs to keep it. I think, honestly, Summer, I mean, not SummerSlam, probably Royal Rumble time would be a great opportunity for Becky Lynch to maybe drop the title. So that's, you know, of course, further on down the road. That's like five months from now. So we'll be talking about that then here on the Morning Man Sports Podcast. Next up is the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey versus Ember Moon. I'm going to go Ember Moon here, guys. I really, I'm not behind Bailey being a champion. Honestly, she's still doing the hug thing. She, I'm not taking her seriously. Ember Moon, however, I am taking seriously because she's like, you know, like possessed over this title pretty much. She wants it. And I've been an Ember Moon fan since her NXT debut. Well, made roster from NXT debut. Uh, back last year, and it, it it was a it was amazing. And then I hate it whenever she was off TV for like a whole month, and then now here she is in the title shot. So I'm definitely happy about that. A match I am not looking forward to is Charlotte Flair versus Trish Stratus. Do I really have to go into detail? Like, why do we even need this at SummerSlam? This could just I don't know, just, I'm going to skip over this one. The United States Championship, um, but, well, going back to it, uh, honestly, Charlotte Flair's, Charlotte Flair's going to win this one just because getting a notch up over the legend. But the United States Championship, AJ Styles defends the United States Championship against Ricochet. These two have unsurprisingly put on some terrific matches of, as of late. Styles took the United States title from Ricochet at Extreme Rules with some assistance of the OC, and Ricochet was able to earn his rematch by emerging victorious from a gauntlet match on Raw. This particular match has show stealing potential come SummerSlam if given the proper amount of time. Uh, but still, I'm going to say probably AJ Styles 
right now, guys, because the OC just won the tag team titles and AJ Styles just won the United States title at the last pay-per-view. Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon, and if Owens loses, he will quit the WWE. Guys, I'm going to say Kevin Owens is going to win this match. I'm, I've been a KO fan, you know, again, from NXT to made roster debuted, and I love him as a heel. Now, this babyface gimmick, I'm kind of getting behind because he's making it look realistic now that he's wanting to be a babyface instead of being a heel. But, you know, knowing KO, you know, you never know what to expect. The Fiend, uh, aka Bray Wyatt, faces off against Finn Balor. Uh, the only thing I have to say about this, guys, is that The Fiend will win this one because, number one, Finn Balor has requested two months off from pro wrestling and you just need to let him go out in style. So, let The Fiend win. Goldberg versus Dolph Ziggler. Guys, I'm not looking forward to this match because why do we need it? Is it because Goldberg wants a redemption like The Undertaker? <laughs> yes. So, I, I say two and a half minutes max on this on this match in particular. Uh, coming up on the probably the pre-show, which it would definitely be, Drew Gulak versus Ani Lakarian. I'm not interested in 205 Live. They, it just has no potential for me, pretty much. Uh, SummerSlam card predictions, Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan slash Rowan confrontation. I could see that really happening where Roman Reigns is like going around backstage trying to find Bryan and Rowan and Roman gets ambushed again. And then potentially, um, is Shinsuke Nakamura versus Ali for the Intercontinental Championship. So Ali has has had his eyes on the IC title for a bit now and holding a non-title victory over the champion should earn him the opportunity in Toronto. And honestly, guys, I would say so, but make that probably like a second, third string match on the main card, if not on the the pre-show, but like the main event of the pre-show, pretty much. So, guys, that is my recap of not only the Falcons' loss against the Miami Dolphins, but you also got to preview, along with me, the SummerSlam 2019 entire pay-per-view card with my thoughts on it. And uh, overall, guys, from what the card looks like on SummerSlam, I give it a B plus because this entire card could have the potential to live up to standards and make this the the biggest, highest rating pay-per-view of all time this year. And SummerSlam last year lived up to that potential, so could we do it again for a second year in a row? We'll have to find out tomorrow on the WWE Network watching SummerSlam 2019. Guys, I sure hope you did enjoy today's podcast. I know it's a Saturday, and I'm recording this on a Friday night. Well, excuse me, Thursday night. But I'm just trying to get go ahead and get all this done and out of the way. But if you did enjoy, again, make sure to like on SoundCloud.com, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you may be getting your podcasts from. 
Until then, guys, I, good morning, we'll catch you all later. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.